Friends, our second lesson today is the familiar parable from Matthew's gospel of the laborers in the vineyard. This Lenten season, we will be reading about the parables from Matthew's gospel, remembering that a parable is a story told that always has some sort of surprise or reversal that can show us what the kingdom of heaven is like. So listen now to the 20th chapter of Matthew's gospel, verses 1 through 15. This is Jesus speaking. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, you also go into the vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again at noon, and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard. Now when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the laborers and give them their pay beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner saying, these last worked only an hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you, Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, we remember that there is no such thing as preaching without your Holy Spirit in every word that is spoken. There is no such thing as preaching unless your spirit are in the hearts and minds of those who listen so that we may hear this day. And so our prayer is simple. Come, Holy Spirit, for we, your people, are listening. Amen. There has been a documentary on HBO about the basketball player Shaquille O'Neal. I get this may be interesting to no one. But my two favorite things are stories about people in basketball. So those, like, it's just the perfect, perfect storm for me to watch. I love the whole series. And there's a whole lot I've loved about it. But one of the things that was really interesting to me is that they interviewed all these people around Shaquille O'Neal. And they talked about how generous he was. In the first place, he has developed a foundation that gives toys and things that kids need to them. And he does a ton of work through that foundation. 
But person after person talked about he was also just generous in his everyday life. He would go out to dinner and he would see a family sitting across the restaurant and he would sneak off and pay their bill. They had footage of him in an Apple store in Rio de Janeiro and there are these two little boys who are looking at the computers and he's Jack is talking to the salespeople and they say, yeah, those kids, they come in here every day to look at the computers because they don't have them at school and they don't have them at home and they're just amazed and so he buys them computers. Over and over again, people are talking about how generous he is. He likes to call himself Shaka Claus, which I think is kind of perfect. But at one point, the interviewer says, why are you like this? Like, I get that a lot of athletes have a foundation. That's one thing. But why are you so generous in your everyday life? And Shaq says, well, I grew up with nothing. And everything that I have is certainly because I've worked hard, but a lot of it is just because of chance. I was born into this big old body that makes me able to play this game in ways that others couldn't. I was born with a mother who loved me unconditionally and told me every day. And not only that, but I was blessed with a stepfather who taught me discipline. He said, I will never forget what it is like to have nothing. And because of that, I am generous with everything I do and everything that I am. He knows who he is. He knows where he came from. And so he is generous. This passage from Matthew's gospel, this parable has a generous landowner. And like most parables, it doesn't give us all the detail that we want. We don't know why the landowner is generous, only that he is. But I don't know that that matters anyway, because if you are like me, you read the story and you immediately identify with the laborer who came first. We'll call her Tara, okay? (laughs) Tara is quite sure that she has worked harder than anyone else. She got there early and she stayed late. Of course she deserves more because Tara is operating in a world where you earn what you get. And so it is the greatest insult when the landowner comes and pays everyone a daily wage. Now let me make a side note here about a daily wage. No one is getting rich in this story. A daily wage is enough for you to live for one day. And whether you came early like Tara or you came late, you still had to have enough to live for one day. So really what the landowner is giving them is enough to survive on. But the idea is that that first laborer is so sure that they deserve more that they begrudge the other laborers. The most convicting line in this whole passage to me is when the first laborer says, we are mad because you've made them equal with me. Friends, there is an economy, a way that the world works. 